Battle Gator, Battle Gator. I'm going to include that. <laughs> hey guys, uh, before you tune into the podcast, we just wanted to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Daddle Gator. Woo woo! We're stoked to uh, have them part of the podcast. Uh, they have some great rubs and an awesome hot sauce making kit. I personally use their sweet and spicy rub. I just made some ribs the other day. Uh, sprinkled that stuff on there and it gave them a lot of flavor. So if you're into Daddle, um, it's not super spicy, super delicious. Please check them out and uh, enjoy this week's episode. How do we find them? What's their website? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I would follow them on Instagram. They're available on Amazon. Uh, but yeah, Instagram is the place to follow all the news. They got some big things happening that I'm not allowed to announce yet. Got it. But uh, yeah, check them out. Thanks, Daddle Gator. Thank Thanks, Daddle Gator. Enjoy the episode, guys. Hey, and welcome to the Let's Snack Podcast, um, a podcast about food marketing. Oh, you're good. Sorry. We're used to that <laughs> here, man. We're, uh, we're having a tumultuous day so far. I had to run and get a new SD card at a CVS, um, our tripod wasn't working, and uh, but on the upside we got our friend Jacob Vander from Butt Hut here, how's, hello, how's, hello. is welcome, your week going welcome. as tumultuous as ours? It's or? extra tumultuous. Really? Yeah, we're getting ready for Rockville next week. Oh lordy. Ah, yeah. that is That's a very week. big event. Yeah. It's like a bad of hatches, yeah. Who's going to yeah. be there? Who's going to be there? Music wise? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nine Inch Nails, Corn, Megadeth—it's a ton of yeah, a ton of stuff. It's always a big event. I like that noise. Mine I'm trying to get to my boba bubbles. You may have noticed, uh, but we're at Mogi Tea in Jacksonville, um, a very chill, quaint spot, and we really like bubble tea. I really yeah. like bubble tea. But it's delicious. They're all about tea. There's no food. No. Just a ton of different. Options. Yeah, there's some places in town that have food. My dad can't do boba tea because he'll get like the boba and he'll be like, why is there something chewy? Yeah. I love it. You can it. always get it without boba. That is true. To me, that's the I whole point it. though, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, just the milk tea is good though. Yeah, any of the drinks without any of the stuff in it is still very good. I agree. <laughs> I agree. What's you got, that? You didn't get boba in yours. What'd you get? Did I you got get? boba and the lychee jelly. Oh, see, I love the lychee jelly. I don't know I what like it them is. Both. The boba's good too though. I love boba. I always get extra boba. I need boba in like every sip. Yeah, I'm into it. So we, again, we have Jacob Banner from Butt Hut here. Um, you may not have heard of Butt Hut, but you probably have, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> for those weirdos who haven't, uh, can you kind of take us through what is Butt Hut? When I say <laughs> Butt Hut, The story what? of Butt Hut, when you got started, why? Let's start off with like, what is, like, what's the concept? So the concept of Butt Hut is traditionally smoked meats with international flavors joining the meats inside of a meal. So we have curried, curry dishes, taco dishes, we use a lot of Latin spices, a lot of um, Indian spices, uh, different curries, we make them all ourselves. All of our sauces we make, all of our spice rubs um, with a tr traditional southern wood-only fire smoking technique. So I just got into smoking and for now I feel like I have so much to talk about with like barbecue uh, food trucks especially because I know they all do their own uh, smoking. 
Um, I'll save that. I'll table that for a little bit later. I know you guys always talk about Florida barbecue. Yes. Is that what you describe Florida barbecue as? So Florida barbecue to me is kind of like just what Florida is. We're a melting pot of, you know, all cultures, 100%. all people. And it's this fusion in a sense. Fusion to me is like a forceful joint. Whereas like just being like Florida barbecue just naturally does it because there's so many things here that just go together well that aren't from what their neighbors are from. That's super. Yeah. I'm really glad I asked that because I, I know you had always talked about Florida barbecue and I've always had your food and it is different from all the other barbecue I've had around here. But like the idea behind it makes so much sense Yeah. because that's why I like right. I would. I honestly wouldn't have known that had you not said it because I've, I've had your curry fries. Yeah. Like, that's probably one of the first things I ever ate at your church. The curry fries? The curry fries. Yeah. It's a like, strong contender. I remember when I first made the coconut curry honey mustard and no one liked it. Really? I brought it to so many, like, it, you always get the best responses from your friends who are your real friends because they're like, <laughs> this is, no, why are you doing, no, start over. And the other ones are so much different than the coconut curry. Like they're more of a traditional yeah. vinegar-based, yeah. tomato-based, mustard, whatever. So, so I was like, well, Screw Explain you for people listening kind of like how you build the curry fries. So the curry fries are um, French fries. We toss the French fries in a dry curry spice, like an island spice rub that we make. Um, heavy turmeric, heavy garlic, heavy, uh, yellow curry spice. Then it gets a queso on top with sauteed poblano peppers and onions that we deglaze with Worcestershire sauce. And then traditionally they were with the beef brisket, so they were the banging beef the curry banging fries. Beef curry, now yeah. they're just the banging curry fries. You can choose your meat, mm. so you can get local Azar sausage on them. You can get our jerk chicken, our pulled pork, chicken curry fries, or our beef brisket. And we just started making our own bacon. Ooh. Yeah, so like really thick cut. Like you're curing it and stuff? Can, yeah, oh curing it for a week, smoking it for 14 hours. What kind of flavors are you putting with the bacon? With the bacon, so um, when we cure it, it's just half salt, half sugar for seven days, and then we smoke it. Uh, we do kind of like a closed smoke on it. We put it under all the other meat so the brisket drips onto it. Um, we do that for about 12, 14 hours, and then we just flash chill it. And then on the truck, when people order it, we fry it to crisp then throw it on the flat top and deglaze it with Worcestershire. Oh, wow. So it's got a little candy and stickiness to it. You can also add those to the curry fries. And then on top of the meat, gotta make a mental <laughs> note of that. on top of the meat comes a garlic cilantro aioli. That aioli is And really the coconut good. curry honey mustard sauce. Honestly, so anything garlic cilantro, that's true. people go nuts. Garlic anyway yes. for me. Yeah, shout out but, to Empanada Llama, which R.I.P. Garlic everything. People love their garlic sauce. Yeah, it was good. I yeah. like that too. How this did, is a great combo. So how did you get started like smoking, like barbecue wise? Um, and the reason I ask is because like I feel like I'm 30 <laughs> and it's kind of like in your late 20s I could see people get into it naturally, but you yeah. started the truck really young. Um, yeah, I started, I mean, I guess like 2000. 15 is when we started. How old were you? Um, what was that? Seven years ago. You were like early. Okay. 27, somewhere but still, in there. That's really young to get into like barbecue. So I've been barbecuing for like seven years before that. How did you get into it? Um, I worked under a chef okay. who didn't necessarily do smoking and barbecue technique, but he did a lot of Cuban style food and um, 
like Jamaican style food, mm. so live fire cooking, okay. things like that. Um, and then that just sent me off into my own. I started doing sauces and rubs. I did those for four years before I ever opened the truck. Really? So I was building this brand of Butt Hut That's you know, for years before I actually That's a really long time. made the jump. Yeah. Yeah. So smoking, started smoking probably. Smoking meat, guys. Yeah, smoking meat. Um, and <laughs> I, I learned on a smoker that was, I mean, the hard, in my opinion, the hardest thing to smoke on. As you get better I have a very smoking, user friendly one. for some reason, you kind of use an easier smoker. Really? You, I mean, just I've noticed for okay. myself and I other started, people. I started, I have a pellet smoker. I'm like, so you, you know, yeah. people on TikTok are like, don't brag about it. I'm like, I'm not bragging. I just enjoy it. I mean, anyhow, any way you do it, it's an art form. Yeah. You can do it. With my experience, like pellet smokers typically give you more of like a roasted barbecue less of like a thicker bark live fire that's 100 percent true you can it's easier to over smoke something right. with live fire depending on the wood you're using and the weather outside and all of those things there's play just less control over it exactly yeah you have to be way more on it and like what, what's the name of that intense barbecue competition show i actually don't know on netflix where they oh, had to know. do like all the different types of that show was pitmasters yeah yes, that was that really was good, really yeah, that was a good i show. learned a lot on that show just yeah how barbecue has like evolutionized. Yes, and, know, and like also cooking, how it hasn't. Yes, like, <laughs> cooking in the ground, yep. like that. It was it was amazing to see though. Yeah, cooking in the ground is a whole nother. Right, like you said, it really That's is crazy. an art form. What's your favorite thing to make on the food truck? That's a good question. Honestly, anytime we're cutting the brisket to order, yeah. like, I get, I'll get, you know, guff from my main guy, Casper, that. He's like, you go over there moaning at the brisket again, like every time you're just cutting it and it's just like, oh my God, you're perfect. See, it's, this goes back to food is sexual. Yes, it is very, yeah. Evan says it's not. Well, I, I think it's a thank different you, thing. Jacob, thank you. But I haven't done a brisket yet. That's the one thing. Once you that do that, you, I'm trying to work my way up. Cause I feel like just go to it. Really? Guys, just go to it. Are you guys team lean or fatty brisket cuts? Fatty. fatty all the way. That's flavor. Yeah, I mean, I so when we when we offer that. it on the truck, we always offer it like you want it mixed, lean, or fatty. Right. And if they don't know, I just tell them mixed. Mixed, right? Because they don't know. So right. I'm like, well, what do I want? You want mixed? Because mm. some people don't like that. You know, yeah. Delicious. Yeah. I'm a, the texture of fat on fatty. meat is like really weird for me. So I do I do mix or I lean towards lean. Yeah. We did chicken wings last night and I didn't trim the fat off because I use whole wings, which by the way, it's so much better whole than Whole wings is the way to do chicken wings. I I didn't know that until about a month ago. Yeah. And I'm never gonna do it any differently. Um, it's just a tiny bit extra work, but I didn't trim the fat off one of the drums, so it was like huge, but I took a big <laughs> bite of fat and I was like and it was I get why people trim it. Yeah, <laughs> that was too much. Did you cook fat. it right? Uh, yeah, chicken fat. I, I cooked them pretty good. I was pretty happy with them. Because when you, I feel like when you cook it and it's like cooked down, rendered enough, and then you can fry it, it's got that crunch on the outside, and it just kind of gives yeah. way when you bite it. We just smoked the wings, and we didn't smoke them for super long, so I could get why fat wasn't at the yes. same place it could be. Yeah. So that makes sense. So smoke them and then fry them. That's actually good. It'll idea. hold all the smoke. We do that on the truck. I wish I had specials. a fat fryer. I should buy just a restaurant style fryer. fryer for yeah. that size. I'm a air fryer. Air fryer will do the George same thing. George Foreman girl at this point in my life. Okay. <laughs> Easy make ovens. I can yeah. I can make some mean kebabs on a I George Foreman. It. 
Um, I was about to ask you something. What was I going to ask you? Oh, what's been like your biggest challenge as a food truck owner? I mean, you've been in the game for a few years now. Why yep. haven't you gone brick and mortar? Life. I feel like that's the case for a lot of people yeah. too. And Family, some kids. of this is it's that. Yeah. Or it's. I mean, I don't know. Is it ever money for food trucks? Is that ever an obstacle? It seems like it should be. To get into a restaurant? Right. I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. I, I mean, essentially, everyone's finances are different, so right. I don't know why it would stop or help someone. You know, I don't, I don't mm -hmm. know. It's, I guess it's all depends on the person and what they're going for. Mm -hmm. you know, my vision of a restaurant's kind of changed throughout the, year, throughout the years, so I've gone from wanting this, you know, big extravagant thing to I just want a really small place. Right. With a couple seats, and they can line up out the door for as long as they want. So That's, your goal yeah. is to eventually get something kind of Absolutely, small. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we've been—I've been looking at properties for the last three years, hmm. like probably a property a month. I've heard that's a really big challenge too, just right, finding the, right, the right location yeah. and spot, especially I think from food truck owners, because I think because you're you're pushed into doing so much in such a small space that when you start contemplating wanting a physical restaurant, you kind of know exactly what you want and don't want. Well, I've seen some people rush into it and get Definitely. like a bad location. More often than not, honestly. Yeah. More often than not, that happens. Yeah, it's just sad, but. I think more so than the location is like the style of, like, are you doing fast casual? That's are you true. doing table service? Are you doing counter sir? Like it's all right. Like, what are you, are you keeping do? your core menu or are you trying to completely switch it up? I've seen both. The, the core menu is gonna stay, but it's gonna get so much bigger. It should, yeah. So much bigger. I mean, beef ribs, pork ribs, um, there's all different. I have an entire cookbook of craziness that's gonna be let out. That's Ooh. exciting. Yeah. So speaking of getting bigger, yeah. how did you end up starting? Like where did where was the idea like I should start a food truck and like how did that like come into fruition? So I was in food service um, for years and then got out of food service. The chef that I was cooking under talked about smoking earlier. Uh, me and him had a horrible breakup mm. and I left food service. So I went from there to healthcare and worked in healthcare for seven or eight years. I actually heard someone who like worked with you. I don't remember who it was, but they're like, oh yeah. Yeah, so I did ran an ambulance for about a year and a half, um, and then worked at Mayo Clinic in surgery for almost seven years, and then just got so burnt out on the healthcare industry. Um, I loved my job, I loved my boss, but then I started slowly. That's when I was working at Mayo, I started doing the sauces and the rubs. And then like some of the docs I worked with were big hunters, so they would go do hunts, and they knew that I did barbecue. So they would bring me all of their hunt, really? like smoke all of this, keep half of it. That's crazy. So I started really smoking, doing large smokes with like really hard cuts of meat. Like yeah, no wild kidding. animals Very are way human. harder a lot of to make right than something you buy at the store. Right. It's been processed, it's been tenderized. You get something from the wild, it's gamey and Very you gotta good. make it more edible. You know, grinding it in apple cider vinegar and working with lots of sugars and from my experience, yeah. I come from, both of my adoptive parents in Tallahassee are big hunters, so I grew up eating a lot of venison. Pretty yeah. much anything that called for like 
ground beef or any type of beef. It was, it was venison. venison. Yeah. So I grew up in Minnesota meat. where they hunted all the time. So I've also had a lot of venison. Yeah. I love venison. That's Ours was good. like what we what I was given a lot of was venison and boar. Right. Boar, boar, yeah. I heard yeah. boar is a big thing down yeah. there. Yeah, and I think really good gamey. wild, yeah, board meat is yeah. so gamey. But yep. if it's like processed and hung for long enough yes. and all of that, it can be really. They good. call I mean, it like boar taint, don't they? What's that? Boar taint. That's what. I, no, not like <laughs> not like that. I was talking to. <laughs> like what? I was talking to Flying Sausage. We were up hanging out with them the other day, and they have pigs, um, and they're like meat pigs or whatever. And they were talking about how if you don't like castrate them yes they get boar taint correct yeah it'll it'll kind of foul i assumed maybe that's a thing it'll foul the wild those pigs are probably way better though than wild boar absolutely because wild boar is like a whole different thing yeah it was crazy though because they were like yeah they had uh we had this huge litter of 11 piglets and i was like why are there only six and yeah sally they slept on a few sit on them sometimes yeah, they really? lost like six. It's it was like, like half the half the litter. Like the parents? I yes. could not believe yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, He's man. like, yeah, they get better at it with their future litters. I was like, that's oh. like the saddest so thing. It's an yeah. accident. It's an accident. Oh, a total accident. Yeah. They don't like because they just like their nature pigs. is they yeah. don't know how They're to just really be mother. Yeah. yeah. You know, a pig has the brain capacity or development of a three-year-old child. Mm. They're very smart. I think mm. it has a great capacity of more than 50% of the population. Yeah, you're not wrong. Way smarter than people have you know, dubbed them to be. This is true. That's why they're so delicious. So you started smoking a whole bunch of meat yes. for people at Mayo. What, where, so there's always like a big step that's like, I'm going to start a food truck. Like what, was there some sort of like... Um, just wanting to work for myself again. I'd worked for myself years and years ago before mm. and... Um, there's a jump. There is a jump that you make. So like the first eight, six or eight months of working the food truck, I still worked at Mayo. Mm. So I actually I would, did that too. Yeah, I get so it. I would work um, from for how long you said were you doing six or eight months. Oh. You yeah. kind of need to like stabilize it before you get going. Because well, a lot of trucks just like these days will just like throw themselves throw into the into wind. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to pay myself $10,000 a month. And I'm they just suffer gonna, yeah. for like a year or something like that. And yeah. So I was doing mayo from like midnight till eight or nine in the morning, get off from mayo, go work the truck till six or seven at night, sleep a couple hours, be dead, all that. Dude. And then like six, seven months is That's wild. Was that. And what, uh, what year was that? 2015. 15. Oh my. So think about like 2015 when you first started going out and you know finding spots to park at, things like that. Compared yeah. to now, what's probably the biggest learning curve or like change that you've seen in that? Oh boy, sense? <laughs> I could already think of a bunch. Well, you can chime in too. No, I'm you curious know. what he thinks. I mean, it, I it honestly probably hasn't changed a lot. The only thing that's changed for us is that we have an established brand now. Mm. So our catering is. You, you know, guys get a lot, of, your a lot of catering, we, you know, and that was that was my whole thing for like doing the food truck is like, I'm, I'm very against paying someone for me to do business, right. as far as bookers so and all this other stuff. Anti bookers. So, not so anti booker, but like I'm not gonna, if I don't have to pay you to go do something, I'm not going to. So he he actually like the one thing I really respect about the way he handles the whole bookers non bookers <laughs> thing is. He actually does it the right way where he's like, I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me sometimes. 
but also but I'm also straight up as much as possible. Yeah, he doesn't. You don't have to like insult them. No, you don't. Be like, I don't want to use your services because yeah. it costs money. Well, I mean, that's like, yeah. well, they that's, like, that's the thing about being in business. You don't ever have to insult anyone. Right. Like, there's a, there's a right and wrong way to go about mm -hmm. it. And at the end of the day, it's, it's my brand and my reputation right. that I'm trying to, you know, build into a, a massive barbecue empire. So you can't get there by insulting people, you know? No. So, um, but I've definitely had my moments. <laughs> that's for sure. One of the better moments was he was on the uh, travel channel, was it, or the food channel? Uh, we did. I we, remember we were on the cooking TV. channel. Yeah, cooking channel. Yeah, okay. cooking channel. We did a thing for NFL primetime as well. Yeah, he's he's been on on yeah, the, the cooking channel was fun. That was on wild. National I remember that. Was that, that barbecue fun. paradise? Was that what it was? No, called? it was. Um, what was it? Uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember. It was there's like a food paradise. It was, yeah, that was uh, probably Carolina. Jazz. Was it? Um, the guy goes to a city. He has X amount of dollars to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, I um, actually haven't seen that I show with Ali Khan. No. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. I don't cool. know why I can't remember that's the name of the show. It's on our website. How did that There's go? Like what? How, it was awesome. It was 13 and a half hours of filming for Jeez. three minutes of yeah, showtime. Yeah, it was really like when they Where's started. Um, it was our Florida boy with spicy mac and cheese. That was the, so, the, the Florida boy. Solid. So the Florida boy is um, pulled pork, cilantro, lime slaw, garlic aioli, and the spicy mac is like an adult version of mac and cheese. It's, it's a, got a little heat. It's good. It's, it's a rendition of like, so I grew up, my dad was a horrible cook. Everything was from the microwave, and he would make this over, like the garlic to macaroni ratio was like one to one. Oh, Lordy. So I grew up eating this you know, vampire killer macaroni and cheese. <laughs> so this is kind of like my homage to him being like, I've, I've made this crappy dish that you used to make all the time into something that everyone loves now. But every time I make it and eat it, it makes me think, you know, being a kid. That's funny. I love that. kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, so one of the other things that we wanted to like make this podcast touch on at least is some aspect of marketing yeah but for food trucks it's kind of unique and i found that out right away what element of marketing do you think food trucks should use or do use primarily and like what do you think is effective anything that gets to someone's phone the phone any way you can get inside their pocket hmm. i mean whether it's facebook instagram i mean I I've done, I've spent way too much money on paper advertisement. I don't think it's worth anything. Mm. Um, being on the back of receipts, all that stuff, like, <laughs> stuff doesn't work. That's crazy. It doesn't work. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like if you can give something to your customers that they can relate to, and then when they come see you, you give them not only a great experience service-wise, food-wise, you give them a memory, and it's gotta be a good one. Because if you can get them there once, there's a 15, 20 year percent chance they're gonna come back and if you can get them a second time, it doubles, and a third time, you've pretty much got a regular. <laughs> and so I, I agree with that because like the two elements are basically like getting them there yes. and then making them come back. Exactly. And I know you do advertising for yeah. food trucks. What do well, you kind I of focus I on? I always say, so like the first time they see something on social media on their phone scrolling, it's yep. like a, a mental note, you know, they're gonna save it if they yep. like what they see, they're interested. The second time, they're going to like send it to a friend, send it to a yeah. significant other. Yeah, you need them to, to interact with it. The that's... third time, they're going to actually get up and come and eat. Yeah, at work. they're going to come find you. Yeah, and then so that's, I, I like the rule. And of that's your time to shine. It's like you yeah. have to. That's always been my thing. Like I hear it from 
like other people in the industry when we talk about stuff, they're like, you know, you're run a tight ship. I'm like, Dude, what? Like, why aren't you running? Like, everyone should be running a tight ship. It's paying your bills. It's feeding. Like, you're feeding people. It's a nourishment thing. Like, it should be an all-around great experience for everyone coming to your truck. And you're going to have off days, but you've got to address those like yeah. right away with your staff. So, how do you how do you approach your social media? I know a big thing with food trucks is they tend to be on a a set schedule. Like every Monday, I'm gonna put my schedule out, and then some fall very short in yeah. the sense that that's it. That's all they put out, yeah. you know. And then they're just that was sharing that all week so long. So my goal <laughs> is to always push them to my website. Okay. Because I can get them to my website. Maybe then they'll want to do a catering. Do you track a lot, like, do you track yes, your website absolutely. conversions yep. and all of that? And yep. I'm guessing you have an online ordering system on your website? I don't do online ordering. No? Nope. But that's I just did more it, for catering. I did catering. it through COVID, and it was unbelievably overwhelming because we're old school. We handwrite our tickets, like, yeah. and there's only so much space you have in a food truck to where if you sell all of this food online, you're screwing everyone who comes up and stands in line, and, you know what I mean? So I was like, we're, you know, this isn't Ruth Chris. You're coming to a food truck. You're gonna stand in line the way you should and order your food. And we run out of stuff. We're gonna put tape over it, and then you can't have it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like it's there has to be this. For me, like it's at the end of the day, we're still a food truck. Right. You know, there's got to be some of that food truckness. So are our, you? Do you have a frequency that you're posting in particular? Oh, it's pretty random. Um, yeah. I used to have. I used to go through. So my website's through GoDaddy, and for a while I was using their marketing because they would just like create. Um, they would like create, you know, posts, send them to me, and yeah. I would kind of word them. But they just became so inconsistent. I was like, I'm not paying you for. Me. I'm, I'm doing twice the work now. So I just. Do you point. actually get on your social media posts yourself? I reply to every single review personally. I reply. That, I feel like that's very important, whether it's positive or negative. And if it's negative, you better reply to it quicker. And you. In my opinion, you have to be positive. You have to encourage them. Strategy. You have to encourage them to come back, and you know, supply them with reasons why they should come back and how you're going to make it right. Basically, the idea behind the negative review responding that is like, that shouldn't be the norm. That's not acceptable to us. Like, Correct. if you were if you respond insulted to that, it's like, that's your belief that you can't make mistakes. Exactly. And everybody can make mistakes. So yeah. you're essentially realizing that you made a mistake and trying to make up for it. Correct, yeah. And even and more so on that, you, um, <coughs> excuse me, you, you're obviously not in business to piss people off. 100%. Or give them some You want them food. to enjoy it. Exactly. The only you thing we want. You need these customers to continue to exactly. do it. So you're not in there to stroke your own ego with your food. Yeah. You're, you're trying to please them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it should be pleasing on every level. I always push to my employees, like, it, our service, our like our culture, like our work culture needs to be as good or better than the food we're serving. And that's like and if you can't maintain that, you can adios. That was one thing I was good at. I was decent at that. My food was okay. I was pretty good at making good culture enjoy their job, yeah. Have you ever gotten to like uh, to a place with a review that just it was like there is no resolving this? Um, not really. No? That's I mean, I've, amazing. I've had some weird ones where people just, like, got inside their own head about things, but it wasn't, like, there's never been, I mean, usually if someone's pissed off about their food, you can, 
invite them back and offer free food. Yeah. And that so usually you see, pretty you see much like a very a review positive outlook. I feel like it, it goes both ways. There's see, like my favorite review the, neutral, review positive, review negative. I like yeah. the review negative because I get to talk yeah. about it with my wife later <laughs> and just be like, how crazy is this guy? But like so that's really what it is. how do you really feel about Yelp? Oh, God. I mean, it's... <laughs> this is the real review question. <laughs> There's not much difference between Yelp and Google, except for Yelp has people blowing your phone up trying to get you to spend money on. Like I get calls from Yelp at least three times a week. Really? Yes. Still, wow. And it's and they're like, oh, your profile is this and that. You respond to everything. I'm like, yep. Yeah, then why would I pay you <laughs> for something I'm already achieving? It's yeah. I mean, Yelp is Yelp. I mean, it is what it is. I don't. I haven't. Do people still use Yelp a lot? I honestly. So this is the thing that me and my kids do when we go out of town. We go on to Yelp and we look for the worst reviews. Really? And then we go there. Oh my gosh. And we've funny. found some awesome spots. Oh, I can Because it. nine times out of ten, <laughs> it's just some old employee that's pissed off or something. I was about to say, there is a very large percentage of the re like the Yelp reviewers that are just there to Yeah, they're just trolls. To, to complain. Yeah. No, but they're elite Yelpers. Yelp we have found an amazing right. pizza spot in Daytona <laughs> that has awesome wood-fired pizza. Ooh. Their wings are amazing, and they like have like a 1.2 thing. The, <laughs> what the review that made me want to go there was like, there were people doing meth in the bathroom, and the pizza guy <laughs> was doing drugs. I was like, we're going there. I got. I have to see this. Has to be fun. Yeah, we're, I have to see this with my own eyes. You know, from like, I have had clients tell me that like, Yelp will badger them with yeah. hella phone calls all the time, yep. and then on top of that. If you agree to pay money and then maybe you stop, sometimes they will like suppress your positive reviews. They do that anyway. And push like, your negative reviews. So, so here's a good thing for food trucks that are looking to use Yelp to an advantage without having to pay them. There's an app that most of the people I've talked to that work for Yelp don't even know about. It's nice. Yelp business pages. And it's for like if you claim your Yelp post yeah, posting, it's for you to you, control you, your profile. And you can right? you can change your hours and your and your locations. You can put your menu up there. You can reply to all, it'll alert you when you get a review. And then you can also see all of the reviews that they've hidden. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we have- If you scroll way to yeah, the bottom. Yeah, it's all the way at the bottom. It says hidden reviews. <laughs> hidden reviews, yep. Which is a little sketchy. So I, screen, I screenshot them, email them to Yelp, and like, what the hell? Yeah. Why aren't these, you know, and if even if they're bad reviews, put them on. Like, Yelp, it's up Yelp, it's me large, again. It's your boy, oh, Jacob. Yeah, a large percentage of Yelp profiles are just like created by people. They're not actually created by the business. I think a lot of businesses yeah. don't even know that, that they, they have, control yeah. their Yelp page. Yes, you can totally control um, your own Yelp page. Which every city also has like a Yelp contact, which shout out to Carla. Carla is so Carla is the new one. I used to know Matthew. Yeah, Matt, Matt was there for a long time. And he screwed me over at an event. And then <laughs> I didn't like him. Now. Where is it? Yelp, but, um, Yelp biz. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yelp for businesses. Yeah. But Carla is like the Jacksonville Yelp rep, and they don't do anything with advertising on the app, but she's like the person who organizes the events. She plans the events the for events. the elite Yelpers. Okay. The Yelpers that are better Whatever than all the other Yelpers. Yes, and like the so, yeah. Yelp Jacksonville. If you can see that, it gives you analytics. It lets you know who's coming to your page and what their demographics are. It's helpful, and you don't have to spend any money for it. And then at least you're controlling this animal yeah. You know what I mean? That's just out there roaming around. Agreed. So it's been helpful and I've never paid them a dime. Have you uh, done any like paid giveaways? Uh, yeah, we've done some. Um, 
we do I actually just got season tickets to the Sharks. We're going to do a Sharks oh, nice. giveaway um, coming up in the next That's couple fine. weeks. Yeah. That is cool. So clubhouse tickets, nice. Yeah, four tickets to the Sharks game. So be on the lookout for those. I always love um, giveaways in that sense that you're partnering with another Local. organization in the community. Yeah, absolutely. That maybe has nothing to do with food, yep. but it, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, giveaways are one of those like sleepers. Like you'll see accounts like 904 Happy Hour that pretty much only grow because of giveaways. Yeah. yeah. And like part of me is like, should I just like get into that game and just like hit people and be like, can we give away stuff? Yeah. Like, but and you pay honestly, us to give away your stuff. Really, you know what's crazy about that <laughs> I is I just don't want to do that. That's what a lot of like new influencer food yeah. blog accounts are doing, and yeah. it is on, as somebody who is on the receiving end of those messages from my clients' pages, mm -hmm. I always roll my eyes when I see them. Oh, they, I'm like, I tried it. I just didn't like it. But the thing is, is you know, if you're sending a message like that and then it's like, oh, you yeah. have 150 followers. Right. Yeah, exactly. What's, what's your actual engagement? And you want me to give of... you like a $50 gift card. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd never ask <laughs> for that much. Away. For an audience of none. We got hit up this, like, this week <laughs> by a business who's like, come out, try us. We're going to give you a gift card and some free food, and you can give it away or keep it. And I was like, I'm keeping it. <laughs> like, I don't give, I don't do I giveaways that, that much. Just, They're just. And honestly, I have found just from managing social media that giveaways work better on like the large pages that do these like right. extravagant when this, 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 and this type thing. But as a, like a small business owner, which a giveaway on Snacksonville would probably do great. Because they usually do. Um, Sweets by Holly usually hits us up. And always. Has a I mean, every other holiday. The one holiday bummer with that is like, you remember how we talked about spacing out posts? Yes. I'm starting to practice that because I'm starting to get super annoyed when like one business hits us up and then I see eight other influencers post the exact same thing. Yeah, I don't like thing. that. And honestly, I like wait a week or two now. Sweet by Holly could do a better job of that because it's well, like yeah. super redundant. I think we did like one or two with them on Jack's Restaurant Review. Right. And then I was like, no, like I got to pull back on this because it seemed like every other week they wanted to give away a bundle of cupcakes. I just don't have a sweet tooth either. They're like, we're going to give you something to give away and then you're, we're going to give you something to have. And I was like, not gonna eat them. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that they're not good. Yeah. I just legit. No, no, I mean, how many cupcakes can you really eat? I mean, half of one. Yeah, that's me. But in a sense, to me, I think I think that's bad business because clearly you see the value in working with me and doing these giveaways. But the giveaway and the amount of people that I'm bringing to you, it's worth way more than a dozen cupcakes. Yes, and, and if, if I was doing it for a three, living, for four sure. Giveaways, you need to start paying. You're probably right. I'm just. I mean, that's that would be your job to step in and be like, "Yo, this is what I brought you." Oh, definitely. And this is yeah, what I'm worth from moving and, forward. And that's, that's why I stopped doing this. Yeah. Like, I told them I was right. like, "Yeah, like you guys are gonna have to pay us to keep doing these giveaways because yeah. it's you know way more value is coming to you than it does in a cupcake." Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. That's a whole predicament is asking for that's like a whole influencer predicament is asking for money and like I've never been good at it. That's don't, like don't I could take lessons about, about don't, that. I mean don't think about it as asking for money. Think about it as You're valuing your time. As as, right. As, like as what's your time worth? Showing your worth. The problem is, and I think maybe it's just my personality, but you get a lot of no's. 
And for me, like as like a as a people pleaser who actually wants to go to the event, like I genuinely like <laughs> I like the free food, and I know I should ask for money. I don't want to ruin my chance to get a free cheeseburger it's, it's by asking for more. You know, it's not black and white. There's a, a huge gray right. area in there, in the sense of like you can negotiate even if you start really small. But it is knowing your worth. And honestly, I think when influencers and like food blog pages are trying to grow and they have to really think about how that looks as a page too. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly doing cupcake giveaways or a gift card giveaway every other day, I think it's very obvious that you're just taking whatever comes your way. And here's the other side of it that I thought about when I was trying to like turn this into a living is I was like, I don't know if businesses will value one-offs as much as they would continued services. So I feel like it's hard to like, a business you don't have a relationship with, I feel like it's hard to convince them. To do one thing, to do a one-time thing. Basic, because if I was like, yeah. if you didn't know my page, even if I had like, like we have like 6,000 Instagram followers or something, if I came up to you and was like, hey, um, would you be interested in me doing a promotion post uh, for like $50 and some free food. Even if it's a sweet deal, even if he sees the followers, there's no relationship, so it's like an extra hard step. I think it's different if you like, you've been working with the person, but what I wanted to come up with is some sort of like deal that restaurants would look at and be like, I already know this is valuable. And that's actually, the funny thing is, it's why I started doing what you're doing. Is because it's like it's a, it's a lot easier to convince people <coughs> that like running their accounts for them, which I mean it was really easy to pitch. It's like, do you have time to do this? Obviously not. We'll do it for you. And it's like food trucks are on that like line where it's like, I don't know if as a food truck I'd like pay at least a lot of money for someone to do no, it, but restaurant be. owners don't have time at all, and like they're trying to because food trucks the traveling negate social media a little bit it's really important for people to know about you and your brand like you said yeah it's all know brand. where you are it's all brand the restaurants are like please get people in the door yeah but right. that's that's my take on everything I, I i i feel like branding is something that so many restaurants food trucks whatever if you're in business you need to be establishing a brand did you like, were you thinking about a brand before you started, or did yes. it kind of evolve? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so what, is it, like, is what you thought of exactly what you are today? Nope, are they not the same? At all. Okay. <laughs> so what did you want it to be when you started? Uh, we were just going to be a sauce and spice company. Okay. There wasn't, like, the food aspect right. of it wasn't really a thing. Right. Um, so, and that will be a thing one day. We're going to have right. a whole line of sauces. Well, it kind of works with what you're doing. Yeah. So we'll have the sauces and the spice rubs and all of that, but that was the original okay. brand because before it was the Butt Hut Smokehouse, it was Bander's Butt Sauce. Bander's Butt Sauce. And that was that was the brand. I love the I love the term Butt Sauce. <laughs> when did you guys do the pork rub shirt? Like two years ago? That was I made those. I think it was about a year and a half ago. We did. I saw them um, at Taco Fest. That was the first time I saw them. But I think they were Taco Fest. Before they that. were before that. So we did. Yeah. Um, the, what is it, the largest pickup truck rally in the universe or something. Yee, yee. It was down All in right. Daytona. <laughs> right. And I was like, if anyone's if yeah. anyone's going to appreciate this shirt, it's going to be that demographic. <laughs> so I brought like 75 yeah. down there and I came back with like four. That makes nice. complete sense. Yeah. 
So. Oh my gosh, that's genius. Yeah. That is guerrilla marketing at its finest. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which it, I love guerrilla marketing. It's effective. Yeah. Wait. Okay. I'm, I'm not asking this because I know what it is and I want you to define it. I'm literally asking this because I don't know what it is. <laughs> What's guerrilla marketing? Guerrilla marketing is just when you just do something very out of pocket. I love like that word, you're, out of you're pocket. Like you're just throwing an yeah. idea out there and seeing if it sticks. And it's usually very well thought out right. in the sense that like, you know, it makes sense, pork rub, yeah. but it's, you know. Obviously, it's the porn hub. Oh, logo. logo. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's crazy. I'm a child of God. I've never even heard of that. Bless his heart. Oh, that's yes, funny. This is the porn. I, I know. I know. <laughs> Just not allowed to admit it. Sorry, Hannah. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sleeping in the guest room. Um, so that's genius. Yeah. Guerrilla marketing. You just do. Yeah. It's. I feel like it's less common these days, and it's way less common in small businesses. You see large brands like, you know, Nike. Just throwing fit, things at yeah, the wall. Yeah, just doing crazy things. Because like, they can afford to. What was the? Wasn't it like a really big car company that did these like ice sculptures of their cars around New York? No, just I've never heard of crazy that. Crazy things. Like but that, that is crazy, and that would get attention. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel, I feel like smaller so businesses fun. should be doing it more. Absolutely. Just because, like, and even like our name, our artwork, everything that surrounds our brand is. I've been told that it's like taboo, or you got a pig with tattoos and sauce on their butts, and they got a big smile. Like, there's out of all the years we've been in service with the truck, there's been one place that said we couldn't come serve at their place. Was it a church? It was a school. Okay. They're like no butts here. Yeah. They're like your pig is vulgar. I'm like, it's fake. <laughs> you know what's funny it's you like say cartoon. that? So I work with Miss Potato Spread. Okay. And I think they told me that they were at a location with you with guys us. one yeah. time. Yep. That you got in trouble for yeah. the butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I left. And they even came and asked them about their potato. Like, is yeah. he naked? And they were like, no, he has, it's a potato. Yeah, it's a pot exactly. And I was like, it's a pig. Does your like, potato <laughs> like to sin? <laughs> like, uh, oh, that's funny. So you got the. So I feel like this goes yeah. with. Yeah, a little bit. How we're already. A little bit of an edgy. Exactly. Like, and if you can't thing. laugh about it, and honestly, you got bigger the, problems. The food goes with it because the food's not. I would it's say. Sexual. Well, because some people get no, no, no. But the food gets people get really butthurt about barbecue. Like we posted a TikTok video of their stuff. Oh God. People were. And the amount of people were like, that brisket is blah, blah, blah. And bro, I'm like, every oh, time this I is video great. barbecue people. Always. Got, you got backseat barbecuers on Everyone there. is backseat. It's one of the most con controversial food. Oh yeah. And everyone's, everyone's the best opinions. at it. And they also, so like, I'm sure people have told you like, oh, that's not blank barbecue. Absolutely. And so I actually kind of like that it's not because it goes with everything else. Yes. And my favorite is people from Texas. Oh, because they think They're that so stuck up. I love it. Anytime, they're, I've even like, I was like, all right, you know, we've got this brisket, we're holding it for whatever, and we won't serve any more brisket until next time. And a guy comes up and he's like, oh, you don't have any brisket, I'm from Texas. Bro. I was like, all right, give him the brisket. <laughs> Shut this guy up. But that's, that's my favorite because I've we've been told that it's you know, this is I haven't had brisket this good since I've been in Texas and like that's that's huge for us you know, yeah. like, to have a place 
that idolizes this cut of meat and this style of barbecue right. to such a degree. And then, you know, people from Texas will tell us, I haven't had this since I've been there. That's like, it's nice. It's a really, really good feeling. Do you guys ever do ribs? Rarely. I do so, ribs. So, I was messing the other day. This is complete side note. Okay. I like dry rub ribs better than wet rub ribs. And I was curious if you have an opinion on that. I like them both. Okay, that's fair. I also, depending on how it's cooked, I'm cool with the back strap being pulled off or left on. If it's going to be cooked to a crisp, the bottom of the rib, I like it on. Because it almost gives it like that Is crunchy the chicken skin. The, uh... It's just that film. Oh, Everyone's like, you can't cook ribs unless that's you pull That's what everyone that off. said on YouTube, so I've been pulling it off. You, can, you don't you have can leave to. It on? I mean, if you hit it on the char grill, this is what I do with them. If you're going to leave that on, you can hit it with the char grill at the bottom and it kind of crisps it up. so educational. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, and literally, like, if you're going to do dry rub ribs, 90% of people that get dry rub ribs are dunking it in sauce anyway. Oh, not me. You just dry it all the way? Just just eat them straight. Really? Just eat them with no sauce? So, apparently, the method that I used that I really liked was, like, when you're about to wrap them, uh, you put, like, butter and brown sugar and, like, honey Honey, in there. yeah. And so... That does the... Makes it a little bit wet enough, but like it really, I just like the seasoning and the meat. Yeah. I don't really do the sauce. I've never been a big barbecue sauce guy. Sauces, that's like one thing people always ask us. Because our sandwiches and our platters come with just the meat. There's no sauce on them, all the sauces on the side. Right. And I always tell them if someone serves you a plate full of barbecue and it's covered in sauce, they're trying to hide something. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Like you should be able to. That is like, you know. It's a Memphis thing. It's a Kansas City plate with the the piece of bread on top. You know what I'm saying? And it's smothered in a sauce that they didn't make. (laughs) Yeah, I know all about that kind of barbecue. The The roadside barbecue. What's your sauce lineup on the truck? Um, We have an original sweet, which is like a Kansas City style. Um, Our sweet heat, which is. our original sweet with smoked ghost peppers in it, which is more like a Memphis, like a spicy Memphis style. We have two sauces that we keep in the truck. We don't have them out, which is our liquid gold. It's just like my take on a Carolina. It's brown sugar, apple cider vinegar, and like 10 other spices. Um, and then we have our Mama Southern mustard, which is uh, like a mustard Carolina style. And What's the, co- the difference between one? that and the liquid gold? Mustard. Okay, so just liquid mustard. gold doesn't have mustard? There's no tomato or mustard base. Oh. It's just a vinegar base. So the, the liquid gold plays a role in a lot of stuff. We use it in our slaw dressing. We use it in our baked beans. Um, when we, we make the liquid gold in um, like, what is it, 12-gallon batches, and as it simmers, we like pull all the dry herbs off the top. We save that and we mix that with our rub later to put on the butts. So we're like repurposing the spices from the sauce. Ooh. That's crazy. I'm yeah. a big fan of like an, a white. You like the you like Alabama? Alabama? Yeah. White sauce. It's pretty good. Yeah. So when we Chef do the Kenny Alabama white, Alabama white, we I do it with uh, we do it with the apple cider vinegar instead of white vinegar. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. So it gives it I more bet of a little sweet yep, pop yep. to it. Grabs you I right like here. That. I do like that. Um, how much prep work do you end up doing? Because like I've always had this idea that barbecue trucks are like tons and tons of prep work. How much prep do you find yourself doing in a week? I mean, we, our hours of prep probably mirror the same amount of times we're open for service. Oh, that's not bad at all. 
I, because in my opinion, it was, or in my thought, it was way more than that. I mean, if you're, you're doing six, three-hour shifts a week, six, I mean, it is a lot. Of yeah, product, it's a lot. Yeah. So I mean, the smoking is twelve to fourteen hours plus. Then you have to process it. You know, See, I don't really think about. Do you do one like smoke for the week, basically? We typically do one mass smoke, which will be roughly like five to six hundred pounds of meat. That's so on, crazy. Like, pork butts and brisket. See, this part of the operation is always gets me kind of excited. I was just about to ask how much meat you get. Yeah, it's. Week. I mean, it's massive. And then like one thing that I learned. This was like six months after we opened. We were not doing it this way. Right. We were not doing mass smokes. We were literally sleeping next to a smoker every night in a hammock. It's freaking Larry stoking, right on <laughs> stoking fires on a smoker that had no propane and just praying that we didn't fall asleep for too long. That's but so now what ridiculous. we do is on a much greater scale and we vacuum seal everything, like ice bath it. We actually also um, use, we sell to a couple of restaurants throughout Jacksonville that aren't barbecue places but want to offer barbecue. Oh, that's so cool. like Harpoon Louis in Riverside, mm -hmm. Harps American Pub and Grill, they serve our pulled pork. Dalton's out in um, Dalton's. Yeah, Dalton oh, serves I've our stuff. I've heard so many good things about Dalton's. And there's I haven't, uh, been there. I haven't been there either. Their burgers are awesome. They got good stuff. Where did you say Riverside? Uh, Harps. Dalton's. Harps. Yeah. Um, right off of Shell Street by uh, Fishware. It's right by uh, our old the place we used to go, uh, Selfie Photography. Yeah. Where we used to record. Right by it's, Bagel Love. It's off of like Rosa. Right across not Rosa. Rosa. Okay, that's why yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. Like right there, almost Wherever into Ortega, the Ortega, Creek, it's right there. Avondale-ish yep. area. Okay. Yeah. I have to go there. I've been there. The food's yeah. pretty good there. I've so been around a long time. going back in the conversation, the chef that I worked under and then had a falling out with, he owns Harps. I did not know that. Yeah. So we we mended so our we mended <laughs> our bridges. I mean, we were we were really close for a long time. Yeah. The one thing about food truck business is it happened to me like two or three times, but it's just like business partners are hard to deal with, man. We weren't ever a business partner. We, right. I mean, I mean, essentially now but we even are. Just I like guess professional in a way. relationships. I've always like they. I've always struggled with them. I mean, I've had business partnerships not end well at all. Mm. Um, so well that I don't even want to talk about them. <laughs> the I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's hard, man. It's it is very hard. So very if hard. you're trying to go into business with somebody, let somebody talk you out of it. Yes. Because I keep trying to do it to people, and they keep not yes. listening, and then it goes. And back. if it's a family or a friend, especially don't do it. So like, imagine like you did what you do with your best friend, and you guys had to collaborate and run all the ideas by each other and agree on everything. Yep. It just, it goes bad every, it goes bad 95% of the time. Yes. And that other 5% is just like, it kind of went bad. Correct. It didn't go perfect. It's, we don't talk, but it's, yeah. it's okay. Yep. It, yeah, it's a crazy road to travel. At least, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> oh, that's crazy have though. You, um, have you had like a moment in your career up to now, and you might not have, where you've been like, Okay, like I, I have this figured out. Like I'm no, no, not yet. I mean, <laughs> to a degree, but I'm always like, I'm very much of the mindset of like, if I'm not learning at least two to four things a day, I'm not, I'm not progressing. Like, I have this mental image of like, if you're not, you know, camera, if you're not going like this, you're going like this. So, so you, because you this doesn't learning. last long. Um, talking to people that have done it longer than me, talking to people that had just started, 
who knows someone that's been on the road six months has you know come across something that I missed or or vice versa you know just kind of a mindset it's a total mindset like you have to if you're not learning something you're not growing um, and like what's you your know, zodiac sign Scorpio oh okay okay Yo, I was gonna too. ask you if that was for you or yeah, not yeah. <laughs> Scorpios for life. I do love some Scorpios. I'm a Pisces. What is okay? No, we're not going in. I'm I'm curious. I am curious though. What is what what what's unique to a Scorpio? Extremely stubborn. Really? Scorpios are super stubborn. stubborn. Maybe I am. We're stubborn. We're like what's your birth date? Flamboyantly artistic in our own. (laughs) Okay. I mean, is that a good? Yeah. Like we're really yeah. the things that they're passionate about, they're very okay. Passionate. Yeah, that's pretty. Accurate. Like dive head in first. Scorpio is yeah. usually left. Don't animals. tell Hannah that. Animals. I love animals. Yeah. Yep. I have a cat. What date is your birthday? Sixth, November. Yeah, yeah my dad is the second. And we have a slew Scorpio. of November, so I've got a cousin on the fourth. I'm on the sixth. My mom's is the eighth. My dad's is the tenth. Grandma's is the eleventh. Grandpa's is the fifteenth. Like. Spend. Three hundred dollars in gifts in yeah. November. Hustlers. <laughs> Hustlers. Scorpio will hustle with their craft. Yeah. I don't know what Hannah is. We'll talk about this When's later. Hannah's When's her okay. birthday? We can tell you. Uh, tomorrow. So May. Eleventh. It's May eleventh. She's a Taurus. He I doesn't know. know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's the cow one, right? It's not an Aries because Aries was ends at the end of May. Oh, she's a Gemini. Gemini. What's that? What's a Gemini? Geminis are great. Yeah, I know. I, I married her. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, so the biggest thing that people always say about Geminis is that they have, like, two personalities. Oh, that's not really true. Or is it? You better be careful with that one. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be on edge it, tonight. It can be, like, different ends of the spectrum. Like, they're either one way or the other. But Geminis are super fun. They're always down for a good time. They're very like empathetic people. Interesting. Um, do you do you subscribe to the whole like Mercury's in retrograde thing? No. I mean I do believe in Mercury retrograde. What is that? When Mercury is just like in a different position. Because I, I obviously make fun of I always call it Mercury's in Gatorade. That's, my <laughs> favorite, that's one of my favorite astrology jokes. I, I don't follow like everyday horoscopes, okay. but I do believe in zodiac personality traits. Okay. I, I believe people have different personalities. And I, don't I do know believe in zodiac. Mercury retrograde. I think people's personalities are so interesting. It's pulling the earth, like the gravity shifts a little bit, so I think things are going to get a little. It's interesting to look at food truck personalities because, like, there's some element in like a lot of food truck owners where it's like they don't respond to being told what to do well. It's an a, a authority thing. Right. It's absolutely, yeah. And like it comes out in different ways. Like I was just talking to a truck the other day about Chief Hodge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I know, right? There's a fire marshal <laughs> who, great. who's just the absolute gatekeeper for food trucks. Yeah. And knows nothing about fire safety. <laughs> he, no, he just wants to make it as difficult as possible. He doesn't care if it's safe. Yeah. He's ridiculous. The last time I had to get his little sticker, and I printed him up, the legislation that said he was not legally allowed to charge me. Right. And they had to charge the festival. He was just, like, so pissed. I should have done that. I would do anything to piss that man off one more time. I'm so glad he's not getting promoted. <laughs> Someone's about to take his spot. Good. So oh, since wait. you are cooking barbecue, well, can you say cooking barbecue? Sure, it's whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you find yourself like 
when you eat out, do you not stay away from barbecue? I always order it. Really? Really? Yeah, always. So, what are some of your favorite barbecue spots Ooh, in Jacksonville? Good question. Then we're gonna go to spots in general. Yeah, after barbecue. We're gonna okay. Go, we're gonna go to um, I love Shane's barbecue. Burnhead's. Oh, okay. I thought that was the name um, of the place. No, pretty good. I'm a big fan of his. I, I know. I just his technique is very pure. I respect the fact that he cooks everything in his smoker. He strongly believes in everything. That is yeah. like he's got more patience than me. Hats off to that guy. I I need another oven and a fryer. He's another one of those guys when it's out. He doesn't. Yeah, 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 and that's a that's a different mindset. Like to me, I'm if I'm open today, I'm I want to make money until that last minute hits the yeah. clock. Um, ABBQ is really good. I haven't been there in a minute. Um, ABBQ is definitely up on my list. Yeah, they. Um, I have a good friend that um, worked their smokers for a while. It's Maddie, right? Yeah, yeah, and they brought in um, they brought in an ex pitmaster from Franklin's. I did not know that. To be like, so this guy's like a barbecue. I don't know what you would call it. Like he does um, commission work. You commission him to come in That's and show crazy. us how to do Texas barbecue. That's so crazy. So um, their stuff is good for him. Is yeah, um, their stuff's really on point. Um, like just straight up, no frills barbecue. Tremendous barbecue. Like Terry does. Terry does great barbecue. Tremendous is. I've had the truck. I haven't been to the spot. The I need spot to go. is like it's so there's, far from my house. It's the opposite of frou frou. All right. But well, that's what I like about so barbecue. Good. Yes. And every person that sits in, if you dine in, you get free banana pudding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Your really cups good. are I'm gonna like this. I'm going to go there in a second. It's, it's, so it's delicious, good. man. It's phenomenal. His barbecue yeah. is just real, real good barbecue. Okay. Really good. I'm sold. Obviously, Woodpeckers is phenomenal. I've been there, you know, a handful of times. Um, I love their, I'm a sauce guy, so I love all their different types of sauces. Yeah, I'm like, same. at the end, I'm just like, Give me an extra cup so I can just mix them all up and dip and go. I feel like my barbecue meter is on point then. Yeah. I think so. I think so. There's, so food um, in general. Favorite spot. Food in general. Oh, do you have a favorite food truck aside from yours? That's a good question. That's tough. Top three. So I am <laughs> like unhealthily addicted to burritos. Okay. I, I love burritos. I can eat any kind of burrito any all day long, every day. Right now, my favorite go-to burrito is Mi Familia. I've heard they have a fantastic They're, burrito. I don't. I think it's called the Don Don Plancho. Don Plancho. It's got steak, chicken, shrimp, chorizo, everything uh, you love about a burrito. All in, and one thing, one thing does that I look. Burrito for, hold up. Oh, you don't hold it. It's covered in queso and salsa verde. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta, eat it with you gotta put the to-go box over a plate so when you're cutting through it, you don't make a mess. It's amazing. And it's like nice, big local shrimp that he's cleaned properly. Like every aspect of it, it's phenomenal. And one thing I look for in a burrito is I don't wanna take a bite and just get what's right there. I want it all like, I, I don't know. That's my that. shtick with burritos. I think that. A favorite overall spot like Carmine's has been a favorite of mine for I years. Like it's yeah. just very nostalgic to me. I remember going there when they first opened. It's so good. It's so good. It, it's very, it's really, really good. Do you do deep dish there? Oh people, yeah. People talk about the New York crust being really good too. I love their zones. Either meatballs. Yeah, the Stromboli's. They have yeah. a lot of good stuff. They have a, I think it's almond tiramisu. 
Okay. So I'm a big yeah. tiramisu fan. Oh yeah. So anything, we always get the deep dish. Anytime I see tiramisu, I'm gonna eat it. But they have they do like a a non espresso. Tiramisu is delicious. So there's an espresso. Yeah, it's it's just I, an I love the espresso, tiramisu, which I do too. But okay. the almond one is it's delicious too. So no espresso. Right? No. Okay. It's just it's like more like a, like a, like a, like a vanilla okay. version <laughs> of tiramisu. But it's really good. If you go to Carmine's and it's not very busy and you ask really nicely, there's a chance that they'll make you an off-the-menu item that used to be there. It's called the Norm. Oh, boy. So it's a broccoli Alfredo chicken and mushroom, and it's deep dish. It was named after... I love broccoli Alfredo. um, What's the club that's now... Ian owns it. It's over at the Post and... What the hell's the name of that place? It's got the the dragon on it. No, it's over across from the. Remember the purple petunia, that big, hideous-looking purple house that yes. be a flower right across the street. Archetype. Is, yes, archetype. archetype. So archetype used to be called the Norm, and the owner of that place had this pizza named after him. Ah. And it's this broccoli. Ch- it's really, really good. They still have all the ingredients, but it's not on the menu. Oh, that's I'll crazy. That, the it's norm. phenomenal. They're not busy. Don't ask really. Can I put that on the top? <laughs> Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Secret. No, because they, they they would be <laughs> so they would mad. be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I don't know, like the the Barbarossa is like one of my go tos when I go there. It's the Philly cheesesteak and the Stromboli. I love the Stromboli. Yeah. Stromboli. So what's the the difference between a calzone and a Stromboli? Does the calzona sauce? Or I have no idea. I like the one surprisingly without sauce that you dip it in. The sauce. Yes, that's the Strom. So I love Stromboli. I think it's the Stromboli. Yeah. Strombolis are solid. Because I like that you can control what sauce you're yes. using. The calzone? There's calzone. The calzone, the calzone, calzone I think, has like sauce on it. Yeah. The calzone is just like a pizza. Pizza folded oh. in half. Yeah, and then the stromboli is usually like a log. Like the Hungry Howie sub yeah. is yeah. a calzone. It's not a sub. The uh, So, fun fact. I do I, love Hungry Howie's. I've never been. Is it what? Good? What should I order when I go? Get one of their subs. Yeah. The subs? Yes. A sub? Okay. They're cheesy bread. There's no so reason good. I haven't yeah. gone. I just haven't. And they, and they have like 10 different flavored crusts you We're can get. We're going to have to go. Hungry Howie's is just really that's, solid. That's viral pizza. content right there. Being like, I tried Hungry Howie's for the first time. Yeah. Yes. It's good stuff. Which I'm, good? I'm guessing Hungry Howie's isn't a big thing here because there's not as many. There used to be a ton. Where is it a big thing? Well, in Tallahassee, we have a ton. Because I'm from Minnesota, and we had no Hungry Howie's. Yeah. That's why I haven't it's tried a, it's it, just because there's a bazillion pizza yeah. place. South Florida, maybe? Yeah. Okay. So Falafel Bar on Herschel Street, that, one. that used to be a Hungry Howie's. Yes. That was my first job There was ever. one in Arlington really? that yeah. I always drove by. Yeah. By the Bonos or whatever. The only one I know of now is on Normandy Boulevard. Yeah, there's not any. Is there still one on University? Yeah. Yes, there is. By Food Truck City? Yep, by yeah. the Takey Audi. And then, yeah. Oh, that spot. How is that place in business? They're busy all I'm the time. Are that. they really? I'm yes. more so worried about the other one that's been in business forever. Bro, my brain's on a different wavelength because I don't you know understand. Chopsticks, Charlie's. Yeah, Chops they're not in business anymore. Yeah, they are. Are they? Are you sure? They were like a year ago. They just got like the the orange sticker on the door. Oh, solid. They, eight months. they failed the last health inspection yeah. they'll ever fail. So I went in there for the first time with a couple of buddies of mine. Was that it, a Yelp-inspired adventure? Um, no, it was just like a, <laughs> let's go. That's funny. And we literally like, it's... I know the owner, her name is Kitty. Yes, Miss Kitty. Yeah. Like, and the food, <laughs> the food was way better than I thought. I'm not going to say I'm it's amazing better. or anything, yeah. but like, she makes her own egg rolls. The, the mustard, the duck sauce, she makes all the sauces. Mixes it with her hand. Probably her feet, I don't know. 
but it was pretty good. The bacon wrapped shrimp was like the saltiest thing I've ever eaten in my life. That's what people nice. always talk about. Though, yeah, the bacon but while shrimp. we were sitting there, like as we sat down, it's so dark in there. It's like you're <laughs> playing a video game. Really? It's, it's yeah. so dark. Like we had to like brush the ceiling off of our table. That's what some of the booths are like crooked. Oh like. yeah. It's like it's I had to, I like how, sat with my it's been Now I so wish long. I went, bro. I it's an experience. I thought it was so open. It's weird. an experience. We just ordered like a smorgasbord of all types of stuff, That's but it funny. was it was definitely and like it's cash only. Of course it is, yeah. cuz why pay taxes? Exactly <laughs> when you yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a wild the thing. first thing I think that was. But yeah, I don't. I mean, if they're still open, go eat there. Yeah. Go eat. Go eat at Chopstick Charlie's. Chopstick Charlie's. Yes. Tell them let's next. And Miss Kitty wants no publicity. Oh, she's going, she wants. She can get all the smoke no now. Publicity. Because she's, uh, she's the only one cooking. Oh. And her son is like, the yeah, one. I cannot handle a rush. No, not at all. <laughs> no, and people say sometimes you're there for a long time. Yeah. I can only imagine. When we were sitting down eating, it was probably like an hour and a half ordeal. And there were probably a, over a dozen people that came in just for the bacon wrap shrimp. That's all they got. There's another item Called that it people in, love. Got it. Called it in. Got it. Like That's a, strange. Yeah. Something salt and pepper or something. Salt and pepper steak or noodles. Something like that that they love. I don't know. It was, go there. It's one go of there. those kind of like clear. So we have a Chinese pops. buffet here still. Cleo's. Yeah, I haven't been to Cleo's in that. There there's, might be some popping up there's again. There's one on Cassett. Is there? Okay. I haven't been to one. That was, those are a huge thing where in my hometown, because if you're in the Midwest, Chinese has to be all you can eat because you're in the Midwest. <laughs> what? Is there any other way to eat no, it? <laughs> That's what I thought when I moved down here. I was like, you guys order takeout? I thought that was <laughs> How did you in do the that? movies. There used to be one off of like Atlantic and yeah. University. I don't know if it exists, does Probably it? Probably not anymore. Alright, if, you, if you're listening to this, shoot me some sort of message or email with the China, all you can eat Chinese. Food. There's one by the Burlington Coat Factory near, right before Orange Park, north of Orange Park. Okay, because I need all you can eat yes. General Tso's chicken again. Oh yeah, That's you can get it my favorite Chinese dish, it? bro. I don't care how like not Chinese it is. I do love General <laughs> Basically like boneless wings for <laughs> with so awesome Chinese sticky flavor, sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because like General Tso and sesame chicken are like pretty the much same. the same exactly the same thing yeah. <laughs> with sesame seeds but or with red pepper flakes so or yes or no on panda express orange chicken in riverside just anywhere oh, panda like, express oh, the, i don't like panda express yeah i don't no, do panda okay. express okay. i really i don't have an opinion it all tastes like microwave i agree i agree even though i can see them making it right there it still tastes like you out of the microwave the silver star chinese it's off of oh landing. You love that place? <laughs> Can I swear on this? That place yeah. is a shithole. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you went good. to Chopsy Chopsy. You're right, and I didn't it's call like, that place a shithole. <laughs> yeah, it's very Gotta nice be doing something there. very right. <laughs> yeah. get, but Silver Star is another one of those that's like been around for a long time. Oh, really? And long people time. on the West Side love them, and I went for the it's first a time like last yeah. year sometime. But you can actually sit in there. It's a pretty big Chinese restaurant. It's really big. They used to be a buffet. Yeah, and I think they might be bringing, I brought them up because I think they might bring back their buffet. So the last time I went okay. there, we I sat down. It was good. We sat down and ordered. My daughter and my wife both ordered something. I ordered something. They bring, we're one of three tables in the restaurant. All the other tables are two tops. So there's eight, seven people in the restaurant. 
45 minutes later, our food comes out. When she brings the food out, she's like, oh, we don't have what you ordered. Here's something else. No. And she's like, do you want to order something else? I'm like, like no, I don't want to. Why didn't you tell me that when I first ordered the food? Just realized it yes. when it wasn't in the Yeah, the like, hot oh, where's this? Oh, we don't have that. And I was like, oh, Here, I brought you some Sichuan chicken. Yeah. No. So no. that was my last experience. There. I get it. I get it. And the, do, you think, so cool. do you think I can bribe Chef Dennis to do a buffet? Mm. You mean like when you say bribe, you mean like with money? I don't know. He's going to have to charge quite what a bit for a do? buffet there. I don't know. Probably buy him the steam It'd be worth it. You could do like an event, you know? We're actually doing this really cool thing with Dennis. Um, we're going to go live in the Scoop group this week. Okay. And have him talk about just being like the, well, for one, like the stigma around being an Asian restaurant. Mm. And like the stereotypes of like the type of food you're supposed to serve. Sort I actually of like, like this idea. No, we're really excited about That's it. That's cool. It'll be mostly like in... School people can use that info. it's American, Asian, Islander, Pacific heritage. Right, yeah. yeah. So we're going to get him to really deep dive into like his history in town. He was just named the small business leader of the year, which yeah, is really cool. Right. One so. person in Florida gets that. Is right, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just read about that. He's but he's cool, so man. knowledgeable about like his food you yeah. know and like what it is and yeah. people don't get it you have to be i mean like when you're at that level you better be because yeah. you're gonna get asked so i'm excited we're gonna go live in the group just kind of try to be are you in the scoop what scoop the, the scoop, scoop group? group what is that <laughs> it's on facebook that's okay, okay. that's all right it's like a yelp for <laughs> it's not a Facebook. Yelp. is it the, just what's the scoop with jackson yeah yeah yeah, it's I'm on, the yeah. scoop yeah with yeah, jackson yeah i'm on that i'm on the scoop it's a good time. I'm not, I can't. I wouldn't call it a yell. I can't. But. You're right. I would say people are way more helpful than Yelp. And it's, I would it's say way the positive. Well, Yelp is. I would say, honestly, it's a lot more positive than Yelp from oh, my for sure. experience. Because, and that has to do with the fact that like five of us are declining people's. Which is good. All the time. And I'm really <laughs> glad that exists. And I feel like there actually is a community there that like encourages people to try stuff so that's cool definitely yeah i think too it helps when you have a platform like that that i mean i would say and you would know this the majority of like a lot of the restaurants that are being talked about on it the owners are on there exactly so it gives them a chance to kind of interact that was, that was a big part of why we well one of the reasons when we started it that we were like we really want to make sure that restaurant owners are able to like chime in to things that are absolutely happening. yeah because that's a big part of yelp that's missing it's not in real time yeah, it's not, not like all. you know it's there you can respond but that usually is the end of the interaction yep. where we've seen like so many times where an owner will come on a negative review or even just a review that seems kind of like odd and they end up resolving it and that brings them like a shit ton more business because yeah. people see Absolutely. how they do interaction yeah. and they're like amazed by it and they're like we want to go support this place yeah and we've seen some people come in there and they literally are just complaining to yes. complain yep and the majority of people in the group notice that and they're like yeah, why are you here you. we're gonna yeah. go support this business now. Yeah. right <laughs> i had a guy recently did a review on us and posted it there he tagged the wrong butt hut there's, there's a lot of butt huts out there oh, okay um, not with two T's on both. Like we are uh, the only butt yeah. hut smokehouse with two T's on both. There's usually probably one T on the on hut. On the hut, so yeah. that's what makes you guys. So and his his biggest gripe was that the the brisket didn't lay on the bun. 
like when he picked it up, some brisket fell out. And he made this like really articulated comment on how <laughs> the meat didn't lay on the bun perfectly. And I was Did like- Did he say like it slithered like, off? Hell yes. <laughs> it was a really long review. That's interesting. Which was, uh, was fun to read. Seven out of 10, I'll take that all day long. Seven out of 10 for a complainer is pretty good. That's what I'm saying. For yeah. someone that was like, ah. But people are watching, if you're a business owner or you're doing something, even if you're an employee, people watch how you handle things. And I feel like the crazy thing is like people will watch, I think you a little more closely when you're going through something hard or you're like dealing with a challenge or you're yes. like upset. And they'll like make an assessment about your character. Yes. And I feel like- I like to take advantage of that. Right, and so when things get like difficult, like for, for whatever reason, I think I've kind of learned that it's like, okay, it's really important that I handle this well. Yeah. But some people just like chug it to the wind. And I also like, try to handle it yeah. the same way online as I would in face-to-face. -face. Yeah. Like I tried it, that has to, you gotta be what the same person. What do you some people crash and burn? And you know what I mean? So. I can imagine. Uh, I had a guy years ago that, um, dude from Texas, was like, my brisket didn't have an eighth inch smoke ring around it, but so the very next, I put a brisket on that night smoked it and then took a picture of my fat max tape measure next to the smoke ring and then commented with that picture on his on his review and was That's like funny. next time you come in i'll be sure to get the tape measure out for that smoke ring bubba yeah <laughs> his name might have been bubba there is, there is like a level to it like i i even tell my clients like you don't you don't have to be inauthentic you don't have to go out of your way to sound like a kiss ass exactly or like you know you can still stand your ground to an extent because at the end of the day, like you're you're protecting your brand. Mm -hmm. Obviously, a negative review is it's coming for your throat. It's coming yep. for like saying you're not doing what you say you're doing. Absolutely, you, you have every right to defend that. Yeah. So I'm you know I'm a big advocate of like it doesn't have to sound corny, cheesy. If you need to lay some facts down, yeah, if like you stand need to up for add your a brand. Picture, at the end of the day, support like, yourself yeah. and do that. But you know, don't be an asshole. Yeah, address what they felt was their negative experience, and then try to encourage them to come back for a better experience. Like that's what yeah. it is. At the end of the day, we ninety-nine percent of the time, they just want you to say like. I see your review. You know, like they just yeah. want to know that you heard them. Oh yeah, it's actually very true. Yeah. Yeah. We had a um, a one star review when this was a years ago. Um, pre COVID hurricanes came through, knocked out all the power in Oak Leaf. We went to Oak Leaf and fed for like five days straight. All, as much as we could that. cook, we were feeding people. Like when they were contacting us, right. like come park in my driveway. Yeah. There's nowhere to eat. You know, we've run out of food, whatever. We, all of our stuff's gone bad. We've gone through it, whatever. And this lady through, like it was like day four of, you know, a week of serving them. She gave us a one-star review because our chicken tenders taste like Burger Kings. And it was like, you ordered all, like, First of all, why are you complaining about the chicken tenders? It's the one thing that, like, I'm not going to make hand-breaded chicken right, tenders you know on my truck. Exactly. I've seen right. so many reviews I'm about spending chicken tenders 14 lately. hours on brisket pork. This is a barbecue food truck. you complaining about the tenders. And I didn't even have to say anything to it. My following like, destroyed this poor woman. Yeah. And I finally had to like turn off the comments because it was just, guys, it was, I was like, okay, guys, we get, get the point. We, you love us. Awesome. Sorry about your tenders. Go to Burger King. Exactly. <laughs> Which people love the chicken fingers at Burger King. I've and... never, I don't. It's probably been over 10 years since I've had a chicken tender. Or I never nugget. ordered 
chicken like tenders at a fast food place. Burger King, they got those really fake but really delicious onion rings. For some reason, How that's my calling at Burger fake? King. Because they're not like onion ring onions. Yeah. They're, they're onion like these there? little they're like machine made frozen panko battered thrice fried and frozen there's, delicious. There's not an onion in there? There might be. I'm pretty sure the batter is just onion flavor. I actually think you're right about that. <laughs> That's it's just crazy. like crunchy onion flavored yeah. batter. Or like onion it's good. So when you bite into it, you don't just like get the entire nope. onion string no. out of it? I don't think it. you get any of it. No. It might just be like onion pulp. That's hilarious. It's good though. It's good. I vouch. I don't have those. Burger King has some sleeper menu items like breakfast. They have the French Ooh, toast the sticks. French toast sticks are I good. knew you would like those. Oh, those are so the good. Croissants are good. I know. Can you sleep on cheese They have some weird menu items that you wouldn't expect, but their burgers are like. Even their fish sandwich. That's where they good. lose me. It's like your burgers are okay. Yeah, I. So I'm I have never eaten a fast food day, burger. So. My favorite. Wait, what's that? Hold on. I've never eaten a fast Say food. Say that burger. again. I've never eaten a fast food burger. You never had a Whataburger? No. Not a McDonald's Big Mac? No. You never had a Whopper? No. So what do I have to do? <laughs> Is there a reason to make so this happen? I, I'm just not a big hamburger person. Okay. It's Well, one, I grew up in Belize. Hamburgers, hot dogs is not a thing there. So it wasn't like a cultural But you're not there anymore. I, well, and I've tried <laughs> to like- You're in the land of burgers. Yeah. <laughs> I've had burgers at like other places. Right. Like a Carolina Jack's burger, yeah. I will destroy like twice a year. You're gonna be year. so disappointed when we get you- Yes, when you go to any other exactly. burger place. That's why I'm like, I'm not gonna eat that. <laughs> you know who has a sleeper burger is Hoptinger. Really? When I go- Do, like, they, do you do the wheel? Yeah, no, I just do the, the, the roulette burger. That's what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. Just, just, I want a roulette burger and the guys in the kitchen make one up. Their food doesn't what is suck. That? Their food What's on solid. a roulette burger? It's whatever they want to put on it. Oh. And it's usually massive, a, a big, and delicious. See, I, I've come to terms with the fact that I like smash like Smash burgers, I also really like So you don't like, like a char-grilled like, steak and burger? It's, yeah, I don't like the texture of like biting into like a full patty and then it's just like... like How do you I'm get not your big... steaks normally? Medium. Okay. See, to me, I order my burgers medium well. I like really? them because here's here's as a burger truck. Here's what I learned: if I eat them medium or medium rare, it just tastes like nothing because the seasoning hasn't had time to like stick settle. But if if you cook it to medium and then you let it rest for like five ten minutes, as weird as that is, like if it's a properly seasoned burger, it does cook through a little more, obviously. But then when you bite it, you get all the seasoning. And I'm, I'm a big seasoning guy in my burgers. Yeah. I totally respect people who like burgers. Like, I don't like hoes. Like, it's okay. too, too big, big of a burger. And there's too much meat. Yeah. Like I, thing, that's why I like smash burgers. Yeah, smash burgers for me. That, that's it, too. I don't know. I like, I like both textures. styles. I respect yeah, I like it. Don't get me styles, wrong. Yeah. And I, I don't like poo-poo people for liking it. It's my preference. One thing that I, like, harps... I used I worked there years ago, and one thing that they would do with their burgers is they have a six pan of beef stock. I like that and idea. And when they're cooking their burger, you see know, that as they're turning, it, it does totally change so it, it because it, it that, puts yeah. that flavor. before, I like but when you do that. your ten and two turns, when before you flip it over, they hit that with the beef stock, right. a little bit of their burger salt, and it just seals it in there. So you can get a good medium rare burger, and it's flavored throughout. See, I gotta try that. The beef that, stock is a game changer. That sounds like a big difference. Cause yeah. I've tasted some burgers that are just like, this doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. It tastes like whatever you top it with. Yeah. Their buffalo burger is phenomenal. 
with buffalo. Their wings are good. Yeah, I that's what I had a heart. Yeah. They're pork kind of like a sports bar. Are they a sports bar? Yeah, kind of. yeah, American okay. Pub. Yeah, burgers. They used to have like back in the day. They had this whole build your own pasta. They had like five different types of noodles, four different types of sauces. Uh, yeah, now it kind of reminds me of Spliffs a little bit. Yeah, I love Spliffs. Some yeah. people hate on so I know. Yeah, I get it. I love it. If I'm drunk. All right. <laughs> well, we probably got to wrap it up here. Um, I'm gonna thank our sponsor again, uh, Daddle Gator. Um, thank you guys for the equipment. And uh, if you guys are in the market for uh, any rubs other than butt huts, obviously, if you decide to take a break from stocking your weekly butt hut rubs and sauces, yes. Daddle Gator would be a great thing to check out. And they are delicious. Father's Day is coming up and they have a hot sauce making kit. So absolutely check that out. That's awesome. And uh, make sure you're following Butt Hut. Yeah, where Instagram. can people find you? Uh, so Instagram and Twitter is Butt Hut Jacks, two T's on both. Um, Facebook is the Butt Hut Smokehouse, and our website, butthutjacks.com. And follow Grace. Yeah, it's got a little bit about <laughs> how want. we, how we, you know, our story on there. It's got the thing from the cooking channel. Schedule of catering. Yeah, you got exactly. an event coming Schedule up catering. probably. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't? It's barbecue season, 4th of July is around the corner. Barbecue season's year Grand round. Grand parties coming up, yep. Father's wedding Day. Wedding season. All that good stuff. It feels like it's always wedding season. Yeah, it is. same barbecue season, I guess. Yep. <laughs> but make sure you tell a friend about our podcast, uh, subscribe to it. Thank you, as always, for listening. And uh, Thanks for having me. We're gonna, yeah, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yep. So it was a good thank time. You. Thanks for being here. So we'll see you guys next time. See you guys next time. See ya.